Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's we're see gonna, if I remember how to do the intro. Ready? We're going to cl- all oh, clap at the clap. same time. Don't you love a slate? Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Oops. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back. back. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And this is Fan Fiction, the podcast. The show where we find the horniest fan fiction on the internet. And we read it with the funniest people in New York City. Yes, we do. And today we have our beloved friend, Rachel. Yeah! <laughs> Rachel is going to be playing Dumbledore, McGonagall, James, Lily, Sirius. Tom, Imposing Goblin, Shopkeeper, Hostilianus Malfoy, Lucius, and Rodolphus. Without further ado... We present Peas Porridge Hot. Harry woke up and stumbled over to the toilet to void his bladder. Oh, yeah. He mumbled with a smile. That's it. He groaned in deep satisfaction. To the rest of the world, it looked a little bit more like this. The students were gathered in the great hall to have their first breakfast of the term when a naked boy appeared on the floor in a flash of light. They watched in shock as he got up, stumbled to the head table, and urinated on the headmaster's porridge. Dumbledore tried to attract the stranger's attention. Oh, yeah. The stranger replied. Excuse me? Dumbledore tried again. That's it. The stranger said smugly. Uh. Ah. The stranger groaned in deep satisfaction. Potter! McGonagall screamed. What is the meaning of this? Harry's eyes shot open. Uh. Hello, Professor. It wasn't me, Professor. James protested. Great idea, though. Good one, mate. This means something. Harry mumbled when a boy that looked like his dead father jumped to his feet and protested his innocence. Just admit it, Lily said in exasperation. Honestly, I thought you'd outgrown this sort of thing. Way to go, James. Sirius cheered. Yep, definitely means something. Harry restated his earlier statement. Care to introduce yourself, young man? Dumbledore wa- asked with a tin. That's twinkle in his eye. Sure thing. Harry agreed. Mine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Harry. I mean, not Harry. Well, Mr. Not Harry, welcome to Hogwarts. Dumbledore said grandly. If you don't mind my asking, where does your middle name. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I think he thinks his name is Harry Amin, not Harry. Got it. Yeah. Oh, got it. I'll take it from uh, that line. It's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No, my fault. Um, I was like Amin. I'm trying to be like culturally appropriate, like not trying to offend anyone. I'm like Amin, Amin. What? What are we? Okay. Um, Well, Mr. Not Harry, welcome to Hogwarts. Dumbledore said grandly. If you don't mind my asking, where does your middle name, I mean, come from? Africa. Harry said without missing a beat. So this is Hogwarts, huh? Yes, it is. Dumbledore confirmed. Are you the new exchange student? Sure, why don't we go with that? Harry said. Do you have my scholarship money ready? Scholarship money. Dumbledore said dumbly. 
Yeah. Harry agreed. You know, the money needed to buy my clothes, books, wand, pornography, etc. Pornography? Uh, sorry. Uh, McGonagall asked. <laughs> I can take it back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pornography? McGonagall asked. From the Latin words porny and grapho. Harry explained. Literally pictures of prostitutes. Very good, Mr. Not Harry. Dumbledore said in approval. Five points to, uh... Why don't you just add money to my scholarship? Harry suggested. Excellent idea. Dumbledore agreed. Why don't we go work out the details right now? Sure, let's go. From the future? Dumbledore asked after the two of them were out of sight. Yep, how'd you know? It happens. Dumbledore replied with a shrug. Can't have this much magic in one place without odd stuff happening. Don't worry about not changing things or any of that. Things change the moment you came back in time. Nothing you can do one way or another will change things. Cool. The money? Comes from a special Hogwarts fund set up to benefit time travelers. Dumbledore said. You may have 5,000 galleons and one school robe before you make your trip to Diagon Alley. That's it? That's it. Dumbledore confirmed. Here's your sack of gold and here's a robe. That's an old used sock. Well, Dumbledore waved his wand. Now it's a robe. Cheap bastard. Harry muttered under his breath. What was that? Where's the nearest flu? Right behind you. Dumbledore said. Have a nice trip. I'll give you a nice trip. Harry muttered. Diagon Alley. Harry jumped through the flu and arrived in the leaky cauldron. Afternoon, stranger. Tom greeted him. Now I try not to judge. But you're wondering why I'm not wearing this robe in me hands. Harry asked. That's right. It itches. Harry explained. Any other questions? Nope, that covers it. Great. Harry said. Where can I buy some lottery tickets? Right here. Tom said. But you better hurry. The drawing is in a few seconds. Right. Harry said as he checked the date and time. Put down. Harry rattled off a long string of numbers. Got that? Got it, Tom confirmed. Buy it quick. Here you go. Harry dropped a few coins on the table. Did we make it? Just in time, Tom confirmed. The two of them watched as the numbers on Harry's ticket lit up one by one until the whole thing was flashing. Never seen anyone get all 100 numbers before, Tom said in (laughs) shock. How do you know how to do that? Lost a bet and had to memorize some obscure things. Harry replied. To this day, he could never figure out why he had to memorize the winning numbers for the largest unclaimed pot in history, but it sure was lucky that the drawing happened to be on the same day he arrived in the past. Oh. Tom seemed to consider Harry's reply. Better get down to Gringotts to claim your win. Let your Tom. Harry said on his way out the door. Harry ignored the stairs as he walked to Gringotts' wizarding bank. He felt no need to put on an uncomfortable robe just to conform to their sensibilities. Owed it. Two imposing goblins blocked his way. What can I do for you two? Harry asked. Can we interest you in a life insurance policy? The goblins asked. Nope. Care to start to retirement fund? I don't need that either. How about a box of Goblin Scout cookies? Well, you got mint chocolate. One box left, the Goblin said. How much? One galley in a box. I'll take it, Harry said. The Goblins handed him his box of cookies and allowed him to enter the bank. Harry walked up to the counter and presented his ticket. Is that, supposed, is that me? Yeah. To pay up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How do you pronounce those words? <laughs> Pay up. Can't you make any other wages? The goblet asked, hopefully. Put half of it on the harpies to win. Harry agreed. You do know that they are behind by 100 points, do you not? Yep. Harry agreed. And that the game has been going for two weeks? I have a feeling that they'll come out of nowhere and win it in the next five minutes. Harry said with a shrug. He'd also spent a lot of the time memorizing the outcomes of every Quidditch in the last 50 years. Care to place a side wager on that? The goblin asked eagerly. Sure. Harry agreed. What uh, what odds are you going to... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure. 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 An actor prepares. (laughs) Sure. Harry agreed. What odds are you going to give me? Two thousand to three. How about a million to one? How about two thousand to one? I'll put five thousand on it. Harry agreed. What another side bet on the point spread? You a seer. Nope. Then sure. The goblin said. A gentleman's wager, 50 galleons? 50 galleons says the harpies will win with one point. Harry said. Deal. Deal. The goblin agreed. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to place a couple of wages of my own. Oh? You said you want to see her, yes? Yes. But I just realized you never said anything about being a time traveler. Oh, Good point. The goblin returned and turned on the wireless. Well, it seems that you win all of your wages. The goblin said with a grin. Pleasure doing business with you, mister. I've been going by the name of Not Harry. Harry said. Harry, I mean Not Harry. More imaginative than the last time traveller. Oh? Yes, I believe he called himself, uh, my name. Well, I'm not a criminal. I'd just woken up. Harry protested. I'm not my best before I've had a chance to wake up. Will you be opening an account with us, Mr. Not Harry? What interest rates are you offering? What do you remember about the stock market? The goblin countered. Not much. Harry admitted. Few chances to make a lot of money if nothing changes. Write them down. The goblin said. And I think you'll find our interest rates on savings accounts to be very competitive. I'll send you a letter later. Harry agreed. For now, I just need enough to go shopping for clothes and such. You do know that you can just sign a draft against your account, do you not? Really? Harry asked. Then I guess there's no more reason to stick around. See you later. Goodbye, Mr. Not Harry. Harry walked out of Gringotts and his attention was immediately captured by the window display. Walking into the shop, Harry walked right up to the front counter and cleared his throat. Can I help you? The shopkeeper asked as he turned around. Ah, uh, you did realize that you weren't wearing any clothing? Yup. Harry agreed. Goblin Scout cookie? I'm on a diet. The shopkeeper said quickly. What can I do for you? What's that thing in the window? That item is what we in the business call a forger's pen. It's a borderline legal item that is used to replicate writing styles and signatures. The shopkeeper continued. It also replicates magical signatures, blood signatures, and it's impossible to detect the difference between a copy made by the pen and an original document. Oh. Harry regarded the item with undisguised interest. How is it at making wills? It excels at making wills. The shopkeeper said. But that is, of course, illegal, unless you are merely making a copy of an original document. I'll take it, Harry said. You do know that as a restricted item, it must be registered with the ministry, don't you? Of course. Harry agreed. Just let me see that pen. 
Lucius Malfoy, he said as he signed his name. Very good, Mr. Malfoy. And how will you be paying for this? Just take it out of my family vault, Harry said. Let me sign a draft for you. Harry spent the rest of the day shopping, and he returned to Hogwarts with new clothes and such. Mr. Not Harry, McGonagall met him at the door. The headmaster has requested that you meet him as soon as you arrive. Sure, I got. I just got to take care of some business first. Harry demurred. Now, Mr. Not Harry, McGonagall said sternly. The password is Unko. Unko. Some sort of Japanese candy, McGonagall explained. Now come with me. Yes, Professor. Harry agreed with a sigh. <sighs> Harry followed McGonagall to the headmaster and took a seat. The headmaster should be here soon, McGonagall said. I expect you to wait here until he arrives. But no buts, Mister Not Harry, McGonagall interrupted. You will wait here until he arrives. Fine. Harry's attention returned to the urgent problem that he'd been unable to take take of earlier. He, oh, sorry. <laughs> That was wild. Uh, Harry's attention returned to the urgent problem that he'd been unable to take care of earlier. He really had to use the bathroom. The minutes went by and the pressure increased. Well, where the hell is he? Harry growled. He'd been waiting in the headmaster's office for several hours now and he had to go. You know... That's it! Harry screamed. I can't hold it any longer! Harry eyed the headmaster's dustbin, the headmaster's desk, and finally the headmaster's... And that's what I needed to speak to you about, Dumbledore finished. None at this time. Harry glanced down at his new watch. Well, he said with a yawn, I've got to go now. You may use my private toilet, the headmaster said magnanimously. Already used your fancy toilet over there, Harry said with a wave towards the corner. I've met that I've got to leave. Fancy toilet, the headmaster said with growing dread. Yup. Harry agreed. Bye-bye. With that, Harry jumped out of his seat and walked out of the office. He'd barely gotten to the base of the steps when Dumbledore's scream of dismay reached his ears. There was surprisingly little consequence resulting from Harry's action. Though most students did find it a bit odd when the headmaster decided to add a six-hour course to teach the difference between a toilet and a pensieve. Lucius Malfoy massaged his temples. A huge headache was all that was left from yesterday's fun. He was approaching the end of his time at Hogwarts and his father already wanted him to to ensure the continuance of the family line. At least the girl he chose was the future sister-in-law of Lucius's friend. Otherwise, it would be unbearable. As it was, he could always count on Rodolphus to see when he was about to be sick from courting the boring and stupid, somewhat stupid girl and take him out to have some fun. At the moment, though, he, as he woke up on the floor of the common room, he had a chance to enjoy a certain drawbacks of his friend's method. He was just about to go looking for a hangover potion when the flames in the fireplace flamed green and showed a frowning expression of Hostilianus Malfoy. Lucius! The man exclaimed about four times too loud for the young man. Look at yourself. Is this how the heir of the Malfoy family is supposed to present himself? I haven't got a chance to... No matter. What I want to know is... Do you have any idea how could 30,000 disappear from the family account when I'm sure they were there yesterday morning? Father? What was even more interesting was that when I inquired about it, I was informed that the whole amount was withdrawn by my own son in various places on Diagon and Nocturnalis. Do you have anything to add to that, Lucius? Father, I... Never mind. I'm sure I don't want to hear that. I'm not worried about the money, even though I'd appreciate it if you tried to control yourself next time, but I shudder to think how our reputation could have suffered when my son went on some insane shopping spree. I expect you to be here in four hours. 
do make sure that you are presentable enough to pass for a Malfoy. With that, he was gone. Lucius massaged his temples again. Then he notices Rodolphus standing in the doorway. Thirty thousand? He asked. Look at it this way. At least we know we had fun yesterday. True enough. But right now, I believe we both need to shower. Desperately. Elsewhere, Harry took a piece of parchment and started writing. Last will and testament of Peter Pettigrew. If this will is opened, then it means that I am dead, and I don't doubt that I'll meet my end in a battle. I imagine that for everyone in the room, it was a great shock to discover my face under the Death Eater mask. I'm sorry, James. I always loved you. Or more specifically, your stag form. Looked like the goat I lost my... And so, I leave everything to the new student, Harry Amen, not Harry. I know it's not much, and I know that I don't have any connection to Mr. Not Harry, but I know that none of my real friends would want anything that came from a dirty traitor like me. Signed, Peter Pettigrew. Harry finished with a smile of satisfaction. Wouldn't Hermione be happy to see that he was being proactive in taking care of his work now rather than later? Or, or would Hermione be unhappy that he was foraging several documents? Hmm, perhaps it all evened out. No matter. Harry dismissed the thought. He had work to do and things to prepare for. I still think you have a better pair than I do, Trixie. Harry's pondering were interrupted by the arrival of a pair of rather attractive sisters. But I just love your hair, sissy. Trixie protested. You really are prettier than I am. Why don't we just agree that we're both gorgeous? Sissy suggested. Ignoring their mindless banter, Harry contemplated the evil sisters. On the one hand, they were both smoking hot. On the other hand, they were both really evil. Hmm, hmm, Harry hummed to himself. They haven't done anything yet, and they, they are both smoking hot, so I'll take them as my concubines. He, his mind made up. There was only one thing more for him to do. Hmm. Harry began to write. Last will and testament of Lucius Malfoy. Mr. Not Harry. McGonagall hissed. You wouldn't happen to know anything about those reductos that happened to hit Mr. Malfoy and Mr. Lestrange in the back of the head, would you? Oh, me? Butter wouldn't melt his mouth. Wait, let me suck it. Let me suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so confused. You do who me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me? Butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. I don't know anything about it. I will say that both of them were looking rather depressed. Do you expect me to believe that they both committed suicide? McGonagall asked with a raised eyebrow. By reductioning themselves in the backs of the head after tying their hands behind their backs and snapping their own wands? Man. Harry's eyes widened in awe. Those guys must have been really smart to figure out how to do all that. And you just happened to start dating both of their betrothed only moments after their unfortunate deaths. Minerva couldn't believe this kid keep, This kid could keep a straight face. They need comforting. Harry explained. What kind of person would I be if I turned away two girls whose beloveds had just killed themselves? I thought you said you didn't know anything about it. McGonagall smirked. She had him now. I didn't. Harry shook his head. The two girls came to me because they suspected that Malfoy and Lestrange were... More interested in the company of each other than they were in the... (laughs) (laughs) More interested in the company of each other than they were in together than the... (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just need to count up the meter and uh, then I reveal. Okay. More interested in the company of each other than they were in together than the company of the lovely evil sisters. So you're saying that they committed lover's suicide. Minerva had to hand it to him. He could really spin a yarn. It all makes so much sense. Harry nodded. I can't believe I never thought of it. Wow, you're really smart, Professor. The end. one didn't have nearly enough boning boning the bone zone i mean i guess he was naked for all of it (laughs) somewhat inexplicably like i don't know what happened in this one from me neither (laughs) and i did yeah i didn't want to like seem uncool or like i don't know anything about harry potter so i was like maybe people are like really into this and it's like oh my gosh this is like all of my favorite characters doing things that they should be doing but i don't yeah there's From like tax what? code and like <laughs> <laughs> there was straight up banking, in-person banking and betting. From what I could gather, the wagering with the Harry goblins. goes back in time <laughs> and he and Dumbledore's like nothing you can do will ever Oh yeah, change. the time time travel rules. <laughs> Cuz normally time travel rules are very like back to the future, like don't touch anything, right. don't do anything. Yeah. But Harry just uses it as an excuse to be like a horrible person. He went back in time when he had, wait, so when he had to pee at the end, he went back in time and that's what happened in the beginning? Because in the beginning he was peeing in. I think he just accidentally woke up and was like peeing in Dumbledore's porridge back in time. And then he was like, oh, I'll take advantage of this situation. I'll walk around and like bet on things. I'm not a, a professional writer, but, um, Nothing was revealed in the dialogue of the first three pages. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was fully just ah. Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Feels great. Why the fuck was this called peas porridge hot? Right. <laughs> Not a single pea in the whole thing. Right. Damn. This is funny. <laughs> Say it enough times, it'll be true. <laughs> I mean, is this like the point of fan fiction to like work through, like, you know, it's like your fantasy. And maybe if someone's like going through some shit and they're like, you know what? Like, I should have took out a fucking life insurance policy. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to yeah. Trojan we're gonna horse that it. in here. Yeah. 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 It's like, why, why did you make these decisions in this order? Right. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of why in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I agree. There's like, yeah, just the idea he like time travels, pees in Dumbledore's porridge, and immediately is like, "So where's my money?" Yeah, where's my where's money my for scholarship? my scholarship? That is kind of the attitude Harry is walking through life with, though. In the books, or like in this story, in the in books, general? the character. You know what I mean? Uh, He's do very you disagree? like, "I'm the chosen one." Really? Oh no! Oh, I don't. Well, I. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm about to drop a bomb. I don't oh, read the God. books. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Do you like know vaguely? Do you know who Harry Potter is? 
Um, I think I've heard. No, yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. the movies. <laughs> yeah. And then one time my sister randomly gifted me uh, Order of the Phoenix, like the book, even though I never read any of the other ones and I didn't have the other you ones. Got and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'd seen some of the movies, so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna read like I'm gonna, you know, oh, wow, start reading yeah, the you books. Dove in. And then I was like, No, this book is long. Yeah. Oh, five is like the worst yeah. one to start yeah. with, isn't it? And you're like a kid, so like carrying that around like it just I everything know. about it felt like this is not my vibe. Like Harry Potter really asked me as a fifth grader to carry around a hardcover book, like with a dust jacket on it, to like yep. school. And, and to, like, like I remember reading it at the beach. Like, yeah. Hundreds of pages. So thick. It's just a huge, like, yes, <laughs> it's like a Bible. It's like bigger it's than like a, a Bible. Bi- it's bigger than a Bible. It's bigger than a Bible. It's bigger Harry than a Bible. Than a Bible. Than a Bible. <laughs> 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 Why are <did I> <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know about this one, though. Wow. I feel like this, he does walk through life with like a, ah, like, I'm the biggest kid on campus or whatever. This is a a Does he? I feel like he, like, walks around like, yeah, but I deserve this. Like, I've been through trauma, and I'm also, like, the best wizard in the universe. So, like, it's not like, to me, it's not like big dick, like, walking around campus. It's like, (laughs) yeah, like. He, he honestly doesn't even want it. He's like, don't even like, I don't want to be the boy who lives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He like, hide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make me do that. I know, but everyone, like, I mean, I do that too, but that's just because I'm faking it because I want people to pay attention to me more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe he is like faking it. Like a real it. psychopath. Like maybe he is Riley, a little you more look psycho. great today. Thank you so much, <laughs> Alyssa. Anyway, so... <laughs> no, I, I, I want to draw attention to the lottery... And how you have to write a hundred numbers. Oh, the, no one's ever gotten a hundred right before in the right order. Yeah, what? crazy. Because he memorized it. Why? Right. No, why? Yeah, why? Like, why yeah. would future Harry memorize a hundred numbers in order? Well, That's he like- told us that he, did, he thought it was stupid in the moment. He was like, this is dumb memorizing all these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That was in the um, that was in the back to school shopping segment. <laughs> Pretty sexy, right? This story is really sexy. <laughs> there just wasn't a lot of um, like logical connection between the what am I trying to say? The movements, you know? Oh, you mean like the story didn't flow? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, are we saying the same thing a million times? Am I beating a dead horse? Okay. No, I mean... Well, no, it didn't, yeah. Yeah. Like, it didn't, but also... Yeah, it didn't. It didn't make sense. (laughs) But I had high hopes. You know why I had high hopes? Why? Because at the beginning, it was like... He pulled an amazing, uh, like, uh, writing trick, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. Which was the the reverse shot. The shot Mm -hmm. reverse shot, you know? The, oh, yeah, we have Harry's POV. And then to the rest of the world, it looked more like this. Cut to third person. But then, it looked more like what? I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Looked more like him betting with his banker. Also, if your banker is like engaging in fucking wagers with you, that's not... Get a different banker. Yeah, that's yeah. not behavior I want yeah. to see with my banker. Other, no, totally. They got some fingers and pies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the the other thing is that they were like, at some point the goblin is like, hey, are you a seer? And he was like, 
no he's like okay let's keep going <laughs> let's yeah like he's been burned by seers before it's like dude yeah. stop betting magical people because like half of them can see the future <laughs> and the other half are from the fucking future yeah wow and i feel like the place we ended up i like i just don't you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to, like, stories have a, usually have a, like this, have, like, a circle. Like, you come nope. back to uh-huh. something, and then yeah. it's like, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're yeah. literally just going to, like, introduce we- something on the last page and be like, but this is where we're ending. Like, <laughs> this was supposed to be the ending. Like, <laughs> we did get some fucking. At the, at, right at the end there, he was probably like, there's not enough fucking in this. Let's go into concubine. Two girls, yeah. Two, like, and Trixie. They're one twins. <laughs> and then we and dot, dot, dot. We fill in the blanks ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, do we even? Yeah, well, right, right. Because he's just like, um, they. Uh, I guess he killed. <laughs> he killed people. Yeah. yeah. He, he killed just so killed extreme. People. And like in a, he like tied them up and like exploded the back of their heads. <laughs> like he like d- destroyed these people. Yeah. yeah. Superfluously violent. Superfluously violent. But that he was still has the attitude shit. of, he's got like very Ferris Bueller about it. He's like, oh, did that happen? Okay, yeah, yeah. you well, tell me. I don't care. I was like, yeah. I deny, deny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a sociopath. Wow. It's weird that there wasn't more fucking for like how his character is and like right. what yeah, like if you're gonna be that yeah. violent, like at least show me some like violent fucking, you know? Like you got to destroy. Okay, really, you must yeah. also be able to create. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's gotta be like, yeah, give me both. There's a yin <laughs> the yin, the yin. and the yang. Absolutely, you're absolutely, missing, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, my legs are sticking to the chair. It's hot. It's steamy and sexy. <laughs> yeah. In here, right? yeah. I mean, I so much I, will and testament talk is getting you will hot. and testament. <laughs> the legal. Buying the pen. Why did we buy the pen? So that we could write the wills? So you could sign Oh, because like, he's back in time. He's back in time, so he's going to be like, before Lucius dies, I'm going to write another, like, the stopgaps for these goblins, they have got to get better. Their stopgaps are just being like, hey, are you going to use this? For <laughs> and he's like, maybe. And they're like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we'll take your word for it. If you're Harry Potter and you go back in time to hang out with your dead parents who you never met that that that's would, his whole thing that's your in whole the, yeah trauma and your drama and you're not just gonna like chill with them for a little bit yeah yeah he went straight to money this, he went straight to money yeah they were that treated so true. insignificantly it's like you would never even know that that like that he experienced like yeah. the worst trauma a child could experience is like watching your parents die. yeah well and that's his whole thing in like the whole books is he's like i like i'm an orphan like yeah. he's, he is obsessed with finding his parent like a family well yeah because yeah. like everyone well i mean he's growing up everyone's telling him how cool his freaking parents were and he's like well great he truly i did not even <laughs> notice that great he doesn't spend a second cool. with them he yeah, goes straight to buck naked to Dumbledore's yeah. office and is like, I'll take my $5,000 of scholarship money. Yeah, I'll take this old dirty cock sock. Oh, now it's a cock robe. Oh, guess what? <laughs> I ain't wearing it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just walking through. Also, the whole Lucius Rodolphus. Who Stilius. is Rodolphus? Are we supposed to know who that no is? No idea. I'm he's sure just, it's just like. He's just building out yeah. the Malfoy family there. Okay. I love like, the name Hostilianus. Hostilianus. Oh, Hostilianus. Hostilianus. But like that was so exciting. I thought they were gonna come in at the end and like whatever. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, we just needed a reason for him to steal. Isn't Harry Potter also have like rich. vast wealth? He's so rich. 
He's so rich. The money. How is, rich is he? How rich is he? He's got a whole vault in Gringotts. Yeah, and they don't just give those out. Although, I mean, it kind of seems like they do. They do. <laughs> They're Delicious. selling everyone on a vault. That is crazy. Also, I mean, the money, not for nothing, but one galleon for a box of Girl Scout cookies. Harry buys, I'm pretty sure the Nimbus 2000 or whatever. I mean, give us the econ, baby. I'm pretty sure the Nimbus <laughs> 2000 the is like three. And that's like Three galleons? I yeah. thought a galleon was a dollar. Yeah, I was no. like, yeah, what's a galleon? A galleon is like gold, right? A galleon is like very expensive. So like that box of Girl Scout cookies is like $50. Like, <laughs> why can't they just have dollars? Like why did the, why does why everything got to be so like, yeah. I say, why can't everyone just have dollars? Yeah, why can't everyone just have dollars? <laughs> why can't I have dollars? <laughs> like we get it. Like yeah. this is a magical land, but like right. you can have dollars. At this point, if we can all have iPhones, we can all have dollars. You know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. we do kind of all have dollars because all international currency is like traded on the US dollar. Is I mean, not to get too technical with you guys. Okay? <laughs> no, no, full Freakonomics is, mode. I'm super turned on right now. This is what turns me on is... Talk about money. <laughs> well, good. Then this is the perfect chapter for you because you get a um, couple pages oh, of it. Oh, wait. Okay. I want to talk about, uh, was there anything that stuck out to you? <laughs> you know, I feel like I was reading so many characters. It was yeah. it was overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard for things to really land. And then the story was like, wait, but like it's not What's landing yeah. anyway. So mm-hmm. I feel like it all stuck out. Mm-hmm. But and, I, and in so doing, none of it stuck yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be... It would be we would be remiss if we did not mention butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about butter wouldn't melt in his what? mouth. Yeah. yeah. Now is this yeah. is a saying? Mean, does that mean that if you lie your mouth is cold? Butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. His okay, so yeah, I mean butter wouldn't melt in his butter butter, butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. <laughs> butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. Who, me? Butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. I don't know, man. It means your mouth mean? is really cold. I think it, it's like, like a dead person. Like if you're, because he's lying through his teeth. Like she's like, did you kill those two people? And he's like, I don't care. Like he's so cold blooded that butter wouldn't oh, melt in his mouth. Oh, so cold blooded that, that butter might. wouldn't melt in his mouth. But I've never heard that expression. Yeah, that's a stretch. I mean, that would like, that would be great. If I hope this author is from like a very specific town somewhere. Do we know anything about the author? No. Okay. Anonymous. Until okay. we get those court papers, baby, saying you're sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know shit about him. Okay. We'd love okay. to meet him, though. Or her. Or, or her. Or her. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. The erasure that. of anonymous female Them, yeah, uh, We don't yeah, know who they are. Let's have that conversation. Who? I'm ready for that conversation. Yeah. I'm ready to have that conversation. I'm ready to have that conversation. Well, a podcast is a perfect place for it. <laughs> oh my goodness well i mean what house do you think you are um Rachel? gryffindor gryffindor we get yes. a lot of griffs so I, many griffs I, I, we just hang out with griffs because yeah. we are given main character energy wow yeah. you know i appreciate that absolutely absolutely Did that, well if you don't do like from watching the movie from what i know yeah. i feel it you know what i mean yeah, like absolutely. i feel like gryffindor is my vibe also, I got like a little bit of Slytherin, which I also understand and feel mm. like, like, I feel like, you know, it's made to be like everyone in Slytherin is like a piece of shit and like they're just terrible. And it's yeah. like, I, they can't all be like right. that. Like, no. where's like the nice Slytherin people? Like, mm-hmm. give them a spinoff. I mm-hmm. want to see it. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. the, there shouldn't be a value system assigned to 
like how you're sorting children, right? Because you shouldn't like sort children somewhere and then be like, and these are the bad ones. Right. Especially Although, if some of those children are already like orphans. Like, yeah, you know, it's like you yeah. don't know what people are coming into. But this I guess with. that is kind of what they do in like public school. Yeah. They're like, these wow. are the bad kids. Yeah, I mean, right that's there. a whole nother, that's like, I, that's a whole Yeah, are we that trying to talk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it depends. What do you want to talk about on your podcast? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like you, you're so right. I feel like there is like main character energy that Gryffindors just have to be like strong and confident yeah. and like, yeah, just like in charge of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, courageous, courageous, loyal. I think. Yeah, loyal. Also compassionate. You know, just like <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. The Traditionally good things. Yeah. and yeah, conventionally attractive. Vir- ethics, um, virtues. Yeah, good moralities. Virtues. Yeah, <laughs> cool, chill, easy to get along with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all the positive qualities. Generous, rich, good looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is fucked up though that like one person. Can like like the point yeah the point system and stuff like that is weird. Also insane yeah. that he was like just give me ten dollars not ten points. I was like are the points worth money? <laughs> yeah. Are these kids competing for I don't money? Think so. I think yeah. it's just like field day every day. At yeah. yeah. It's like yeah Color like the wars. points matter or the points don't matter. I mean they matter. They we do did- matter because you win a trophy at the end of the year if you had the most. But that's right. Weird. But it's like who cares because yeah. you're not even like, like this is education. Well, I mean, for these kids, they live there. It's also their house. Yeah. And you, how good could the prize be at the end of the year that you have to be good the whole year to get it? You know yeah. what I mean? Not that good. Is it, You're right. It's like a big meal. And they're like, oh, work hard the whole year. But you know what? British people love a pat on the back. They do. They don't. Honestly, I'm... I, they I, don't do it for the prize. They do it for the glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this, yeah. this is Riley coming at you. That's my take British on viewers. our cousins across the pond. <laughs> Come, come at him. Hey, I if you, you got a different opinion, I'd love for you to follow <laughs> us on Instagram and let me know. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, speaking of Instagram, Rachel, where are you on the internet? Where can these people find you? Um, They can find me on the internet. I'm there. Um, do you, Should I, like, give my handles? Well, if you want to be, like, an overnight famous celebrity okay, let me sensation. Just, like, live in this moment. Remember the before time. Remember, Remember the before what it was like before. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> my life is about to change. <laughs> um, yeah. Everything is basically like at Rachel Heron. Like you can find me or like Instagram is like at Rachel Heron. And it's H-E-R-R-O-N? H-E-R-R-O-N. Cool. And Rachel is R-A-C-H. E-L, not that Not like, that A-E-L. No, not uh, that A-E-L. And people assume, like, when people start to write my name, they're always like, is it A-E-L? And I'm like, <laughs> that is such a scene, weird assumption to make. <laughs> is your name insane or is it normal? Oh, it's yeah. normal. Okay, go, go, go. Like, it's in the Bible, but I guess people don't read that, so. They're reading Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I don't Even know the way things are looking these Harry days. Potter. I guess people don't really people are read not the Bible. reading the Bible, so. Because the Harry Potter Rude. books are too long. Rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. Perfect. Well, you can always find us at Fan Fiction the Podcast at Fan Fiction the Podcast on Instagram. That's at Fan Fiction the, the podcast. podcast. Go ahead, follow us, please. Please like, subscribe, and, uh, and that's it. That's we'll it see you on the next episode. We love, love you. you. <laughs>
Thanks. Thanks.